Mocus, it's good to see you. Uh, if you've not met them before, this is Daisy and Dexter. Say hello, Daisy. Oh, oh, hang on. I've lost my hat, Dave. Oh, I don't know. It's, Never oh. mind. Never, Never mind. mind. Okay. Yeah, mine stayed on. <laughs> you need one like mine, Dexter. Oh, oh, hello. Uh, yeah, we've been busy getting ready for Christmas, Dave. Oh, great, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what have you been doing then? Uh, uh, we put the tree up. Uh, we bought the presents. Untangled the fairy lights. Yeah, and, and Daisy's written our Christmas family letter. Yeah, it's very good, you know. Oh, have you got it here? Uh, yes. Would you like to hear it? Uh, is it long? Uh, no, it's not too long. Oh, well, okay. I haven't quite finished it yet, but... Uh, yeah, go on. Shall I start off? Yeah, okay, you do that. Right. Uh, happy Christmas to all our friends and family. 2023 has been a truly wonderful year. Even better than last year, which, as you might remember from our last letter, was an exceptionally awesome year. So, where do we begin? Well, we had a wonderful start to the year when Dexter was voted school president. He even stood in for the head teacher when she was off sick. The education department was particularly impressed by Dexter's rewiring of all the school computers and his reading initiatives to teach the reception children grammar and ancient Hebrew. <laughs> uh, he has also been able to supplement his pocket money by teaching applied thermonuclear dynamics on Thursday evenings. He's hoping that it will look good on his university application too. Ooh, uh, Dexter's really enjoyed playing rugby for his school and county and manages to find time to shop for the elderly lady who lives two doors away from us. Typical Dexter. Oh, Daisy had a disappointing time at the National Schools Athletics Championships, only picking up four gold medals, down one from last year. Winning Junior Sports Personality of the Year made up for it, though. What a shock! especially after being voted most humble church member of all, second year running. She has finally passed grade eight clarinet, but she had to turn down several requests for piano recitals in Europe, determined not to let her music get in the way of her Cantonese lessons. She aims to be fluent in all five dialects before Easter. And after some very exotic holidays last year, we decided to have a quieter year this year. We had a fab week in New York. Hang on, look, look. Okay, this could go on by the sounds of things for a very long time. Yeah, uh, but, but we haven't finished yet. Uh, There's loads more. We've been really busy. Could, wait, but wait, hang on. Just, is any of that true? Uh, well, Daisy is learning the piano. And we did go to York. Yeah, we went shopping there. Uh, oh, and Dexter does teach applied thermonuclear dynamics on Thursdays. Oh, right. Uh, um, well, well why, why on earth did you write all that other stuff in the letter then? All that stuff that clearly, well, obviously wasn't true. Well, we wanted to make our family sound, well, more extraordinary. Yeah, everyone else writes much, much more interesting letters. Yeah, with cool photos. Our family sounded just, well, ordinary. Well, well you know, Daisy Dexter, of course, uh, you know, we all like to hear news of what other families are, are doing, and, and that's great, but we mustn't forget Christmas. Well, it's, it's not just about what our family's doing. It's, well, it's, it, it's about uh, 
just an ordinary family that God did something extraordinary with. I bet they had a very fancy Christmas letter then. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that, uh, but it was written down for us, uh, and we're going to hear about it today. Oh, I think we'd better hear more about that family then, Dave. Yeah, yeah. An ordinary family that God did something extraordinary with. Uh, mm. And uh, we're going to be hearing the story this morning and finding out why it was so extraordinary. Oh, right. Okay, well, now we're here this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, then, uh, then maybe we could listen now. Have That's... we got some people to read? Uh, I have got some people to read, oh, yes. fantastic. Okay, well, we're going to say bye-bye now, but uh, I hope you enjoy hearing about it. Bye. Bye. Wonderful. Well, we're going to have our first readers, uh, first reading, so uh, if our readers can come up. That's, uh... The first reading is from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 28, uh, page 1002 in the Church Bibles. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Our second reading is from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 19. This is how the birth of the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But, they, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Thank you very much. That first Christmas uh, was uh, about an ordinary family and... Uh, Christmas is a, a bit like that, isn't it? We have um, ordinary things that we try to make special, more extraordinary. So um, we take an ordinary tree and um, we decorate it so it looks beautiful. We make uh, ordinary shop windows look amazing. We could even wrap up a pair of ordinary socks in beautiful paper to give to somebody. Christmas... Uh, is about uh, ordinary things being made extraordinary. Well, um, this morning I have uh, some boxes here to help us think a little bit about this, and I've got my ordinary box, my ordinary box, and we're going to see a little bit, firstly, about that first Christmas and the ordinary people uh, that God chose uh, to work through. Now, um, our first character, she's just over here, let me... Bring her round. Mary. Now, uh, Mary was an ordinary girl from an ordinary town uh, called Nazareth. In fact, um, Nazareth, uh, you wouldn't have ever heard of, I don't think, if it hadn't been for Mary uh, being born there. It was, it was famous for, you ready? What are they? Olives. They, they grew olives. But when you think about it, I mean, they literally grew on trees. I mean, uh, olives, it just, they, 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 had, they, had, they were famous for their olives. Um, uh, but she just, an ordinary girl who was going to get married, should have just done ordinary things, uh, like making dinner and 
uh, sorting out the house and all the other little jobs that just come with life. An ordinary girl doing ordinary things. She was pledged to be married, she was engaged to a man called Joseph. He's our second character. Let me bring him round so we can see him. Here's Joseph. Now Joseph, Joseph had an ordinary job. He was a carpenter. Uh, So he will have, well, he'll have made things out of wood. Uh, He was pledged to be married to Mary, but uh, then he heard the, the news the news that Mary was going to have a baby and, well, he wasn't the father. Well, that wasn't good news for him, was it? No. Uh, What did he do? Well, he went to bed sad because, well, it seemed like everything had gone wrong for him Uh, and to sleep he went. That's Joseph. He was an ordinary man hoping to have an ordinary life that had gone terribly wrong. Now, the wonderful thing is, is as we meet Mary and Joseph, and we're going to meet some others uh, in a minute, the Christmas story is about ordinary people with ordinary lives. And the wonderful thing is, is that Christmas is for ordinary people like you and me. Now, I know that we like to make Christmas a special time. We like to wear festive jumpers. I can see some very tasteful Christmas jumpers here, and I can see some others too. Um, we, we, we like to make Christmas special, but, but it begins with an ordinary life. God is interested in ordinary people. And that's important because, uh, well, it's easy to think that God would only be interested in special people. But no, God's interested in ordinary people. There's nobody who's too young or too old. Uh, People who uh, God chooses to be a part of and to work through. And I think that's good news for us to hear. Well, we're going to sing a song now. Uh, We've been learning it at Stay and Play. And um, I know there's one or two from Stay and Play here. Uh, It's a song about Mary and Joseph. Ordinary people uh, God chose to work through. So let's, we're going to stand to sing. Uh, Mary and Joseph go to Bethlehem. The tune is really easy to pick up. Um, and Helen's going to help with the actions. Thank you. Well done. Uh, do take a seat. Well, uh, now Mary and Joseph have seen they were an ordinary couple in an ordinary town. Um, but there are other ordinary people that we've still got to meet. Um, I, I wonder if guess who they are. Let's kind of bring them out too. I'm going to pop them, pop them in the middle here. Uh, do you need a clue as to who they are? A clue? I'll give you a clue as to who they are. Ordinary people. Ah, Oreo box. Do you know who they were? Yeah, yeah, go on. Shepherds. Well done, the shepherds. Uh, we're told uh, in, in Luke uh, there were shepherds living in fields nearby watching over their flock at night. That was their job, was to keep the sheep safe. That's too many S's. To keep the sheep safe. That was their job. Now, um, uh, the shepherds, well, uh, they... Put the sheep down. Uh, 
Uh, they were uh, just ordinary people doing their job out in the fields. Uh, they were watching the flocks, not washing their socks. But if they did wash socks, well, they probably wouldn't have done because their socks, they would have been a bit smelly. See, that the shepherds, well, they, would, they were the type of people who did the sort of work that nobody else would want to do. Uh, they weren't rich. They weren't smart. Uh, they were definitely the sort of people best kept out in the fields. Uh, they were used to being forgotten and left out. So the sort of invitation that comes, invited me to a party, well, let's just say they wouldn't have got one of these. No, people didn't want the shepherds to come to anything that they were doing. No, they were uh, the sort of people who felt left out. And wonderful thing is, is that Christmas is for ordinary people like these. Uh, I wonder uh, if you've ever felt like a shepherd left out, where um, uh, maybe uh, it seems like other people are just more important or popular than you are. Uh, we're gonna have a little chance to chat uh, now. There's a couple of questions up on the screen. So why don't you just turn to the person next to you, uh, a neighbour, uh, someone that you've maybe come with today, and just ask this question, have you ever felt left out uh, when it, maybe other people were invited to a party and you weren't? And then maybe this other question, well, how do you feel when you hear that God is interested in left out people? Why don't you just turn to a neighbour, uh, what do you think? Well, a wonderful good news is uh, that... Uh, God is interested in ordinary people like you and me, people who might feel left out. God wants us to know that he has come for us. So we're going to sing our next song now that is uh, a song about the shepherds uh, and the wonderful, wonderful good news that they heard uh, God wanted them not to miss out on. So let's stand to sing Silent Night. Uh, do take a seat and we're going to have our next readings now so if I uh, readers want to come up uh, I have to watch out for the smelly sock and uh, other stops right there you go first um, this reading is from Luke chapter 1 verses 29 to 38 Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this may be but the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great um, and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants. Forever his kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the, Holy One is, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. But no word from God will be ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. The, then the angel left her. 
Uh, Our next reading is from Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save people from their sins. And the next reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 12. And there were angels living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Thank you very much. Well, uh, those uh, three areas of of Mary, of Joseph, uh, and... Um, of um, the shepherds, uh, all had an angel appear to them. And uh, the angel came with extraordinary news. And when you think about it, that makes sense because an angel is an extraordinary thing, isn't it? So think of, you know, think of how amazing um, Christmas is you know, for us. Uh, the, um, you know, we have a lunch, a roast. But it's not just any roast, is it? It's supersized. We, we, we think, let's get a really big bird and eat that. One that can't even fit in the oven, but we'll have that. I tell you what, we'll even dress up our sausages in Christmas jumpers. Christmas jumpers made out of bacon. Uh, we, will, we will get bread sauce. We, we will get stuffing, cranberry sauce, gravy. We will just make it amazing because Christmas is extraordinary. But however extraordinary Christmas might be, that is nothing compared to to an angel appearing. And an angel appeared to Mary, to Joseph, and to the shepherds with such good news uh, because the birth of this baby uh, was going to be extraordinary. And I've got my extraordinary box here. Uh, Not an extraordinary thing, extraordinary thing for these ordinary people. Now, uh, first of all, we have uh, Mary. The angel appeared to Mary and told her that she was going to Ooh, what's that Ooh, it's a baby it's that's right it's a baby in a belly uh, and of course uh, the birth of a baby is wonderful isn't it i mean it's just it's just a miracle but the angel said to mary that this baby, the baby that she was going to have, uh, was even more extraordinary. This baby uh, would be, uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, God's son, son of the Most High God. I uh, just think this year, uh, think back in the year, I know it seems like a long time ago, uh, we had a new king uh, as his coronation, wasn't it? And all around the country, we, do you remember there was a big service and they had... Well, those, those really fancy trumpeters, like those as fancy as mine. And, um, uh, and they announced, didn't they, we have a new king. 
All around the country, cannons were fired, trumpets were blown. Uh, we have a new king. Well, even more amazing, Mary was being announced that a new king was being born, uh, God's own son, come to be with us. Absolutely extraordinary. And it would take an angel with such extraordinary news. Uh, to us, but, but what about, let's, what about Joseph? Remember, Joseph went to sleep very sad, didn't he? He went to sleep very sad. Uh, but in the night, in a dream, an angel appeared to Joseph. Uh, and Joseph, well, uh, extraordinary news. Uh, the angel told him that the baby that Mary was going to have was a boy. Now, I know gender reveal parties are all the thing. Okay, uh, they're all the rage, aren't they? Um, I was going to pop the balloon, but I thought that might freak me out. So um, I'm going to try and do this another way. Okay, here's, here's the baby boy. Uh, and uh, this child that Mary was going to have, you ready? Oh, well, that's not quite. As <laughs> my, my, my spare balloon burst the first time. So anyway, we're over. <laughs> now, uh, but here's the thing. Ooh. This is exciting, isn't it? Gender reveal. Uh, this baby was to be called Jesus. That's right. Now, just think about that. Just think. Imagine for a moment. Okay, um, if this if this happened today, okay, you know, let's say that you know a pregnant mum went to have her scan. Okay. They went to have her scan, and um, uh, you know the person doing the scan says, "Oh, it's a, it's a boy, and uh, his name will be Simon, and he will be an electrician." You'll be like, "What? What? Okay, this is ridiculous." But the angel said to Joseph, uh, "His name, Mary will have a son, a boy, and his name will be Jesus." Now, Jesus. Uh, tells us something about the job that he will do. It means it will save his people from sin. Save his people from sin. Well, that's extraordinary, wasn't it? Uh, his name will be Jesus. That was a, a huge amount for, for Joseph to take in. That the, that the, the baby that wasn't his, that Mary, his fiance, was going to have, is from God. And this baby, he was to look after as though it was his own son because this baby is to be called Jesus. He will save God's people from their sin. It's extraordinary, isn't it? But what about the shepherds? Let's keep going. Well, uh, the shepherds were told by the angel, good news, wasn't it? Good news. Now, the Buxton Advertiser doesn't really have much good news in it very often, but we've got... Um, We've got some Santas there looking less than cheerful, but there we go. And um, uh, good news. The angel said, good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the town of David, a Savior has been born, Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign for you. And here the angel gave the shepherds a checklist. This is how you know that this baby is from God. There will be a baby lying in a manger, in a feeding box, a box full of hay, wrapped in strips of, can't see that very well, cloth. Okay? 
Extraordinary. This newborn baby, the saviour of the world, the good news of God, they were going to find in a stable, in a, in a feeding trough. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Good news for everyone. Well, it's certainly an extraordinary uh, Christmas, isn't it? Now, uh, we're going to... We're going to sing again uh, of, drop my bit of paper. Uh, we're going to sing again of uh, this wonderful uh, promise of God to save the world. Now, this uh, next song, you'll, you'll know the tune if you don't know the words. Uh, it's, it's dead easy to pick up. Uh, the world belongs to God, uh, a world that God sent Jesus to save. Let's stand as we sing. Wonderful. Please be seated. We're going to have our next reading uh, as we hear more from the story of the shepherds. Okay, so this is from Luke chapter 2, verses 15 to 20. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off. And they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. The shepherds, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Thank you. Well, uh, Mary and and Joseph uh, made that journey to uh, Bethlehem, and there uh, the time came for the baby to be born uh, in uh, in the place where the animals were kept. Um, so uh, I'm going to need another box. Here we go. I've got to be very gentle with this one because this box is a baby now. Amazing. Uh, the birth uh, of this baby. Remember, uh, the baby that was the son of the Most High God, the one in which Joseph was to care for, the one in which uh, the angels had told the shepherds was going to be the savior of, of the world, the, the, the king forever. There in this box. I thought about borrowing baby Martha, but probably not a good idea to put it in the box, is it? <laughs> baby here we have the baby uh, and this 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 baby uh, was born and we know just uh, how extraordinary this baby was we've seen haven't we this wasn't an ordinary baby uh, and yet this baby uh, was was just an one of an ordinary baby you could count the baby's fingers should we, should we try doing that so look there they are one two three four five six seven eight Nine, ten, ten fingers, ten toes. What do babies do? Although I won't ask them, uh, Jamie, because uh, it's all a bit, uh, a bit real at the moment, is it? But of course, babies, they need feeding, don't they? Uh, they will cry. Uh, they, will, they will poop. Uh, they will do all, all those things. And this baby was, on one level, was an ordinary baby. I th- 
That's fine. See, aren't we? Just a, 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 one level, an ordinary baby, it, it did all the things that, that, that we do. It needed caring for and looking after, like all babies do. And yet, at the same time, here was an extraordinary baby. An extraordinary baby. Because uh, this baby had been born to rescue uh, God's people, to bring us to God. Uh, This baby laid in a feeding trough uh, to be cared for by Mary. Let's put Mary, shall we, in the stable. Here we go. Extraordinary. This baby was an ordinary baby, but wasn't extraordinary. This this baby was born and put uh, in a feeding trough. It's extraordinary. So this baby was both ordinary and extraordinary at the same time. It's amazing what God was doing. What about Joseph? Well. You know, he, the baby was born in the stable and he was given a job to do, wasn't he? To name the baby Jesus, uh, which he did and he cared uh, for the baby. Uh, he, uh, he knew that God had entrusted him uh, with this work. And so he cared for this baby as a gift from God. And finally, the shepherds. Oh, sorry, sorry, just put, let's put Joseph in the stable too. Uh, the shepherds, well, they had heard, hadn't they? They had heard uh, that this baby was born. Remember the checklist? The three things they had to look for? So somewhere on the floor here, isn't it? Where is it? Here we are. Their checklist, the things they had to look for, well, they went to see, didn't they, for themselves. And what did they find? They found a baby lying in a manger, Wrapped in strips of cloth, just as the angel said. Uh, they found an ordinary, an ordinary baby in an ordinary feeding box, wrapped in ordinary strips of cloth. But it's extraordinary, isn't it? The promised king, the one whom God would work through, the one who God would bring to us, was there, just as they said. And of course, the shepherds, They were so excited, uh, we heard. They were so excited, they left. uh, And they went and told everyone the good news. I wonder, out of these characters we've met, who've heard this extraordinary news at Christmas, uh, which is most like you? Mary? Well, we're told that she wanted to ponder, to treasure these things in her heart. Joseph, he believed in Jesus. He believed that this baby even though it wasn't his, uh, was God's son and he was to care for him. Uh, He named him Jesus, God's uh, rescuer. And the shepherds, well, they were delighted, weren't they? And wanted everyone to know that God cares for everyone. It really was good news. Well, what about you? Where are you in this story? Well, why don't you take a moment with those around you just to ask that question? Uh, out of those three, our three characters we've met today, which is most like you? Uh, Mary, Joseph, or, or the shepherds? Why don't you just take a minute to do that? Well, in, a, 
in a moment, uh, Daisy's going to lead us in a time of prayer for us uh, this Christmas time. I just want to le- end us with a, a prayer. Let me pray. As uh, Mary uh, wanted to treasure these things in her heart, Father, this Christmas time, as we think about how you stepped into the world and became one of us in a, in a baby to grow up as the man Jesus Christ, we pray that we too might treasure and keep thinking about how amazing, how extraordinary it was. As Joseph believed that Jesus was the Son of God who came to save the world, we pray to you would help us to know him and to call him our Savior too. As the shepherds were so delighted with the good news that they couldn't keep it to themselves, we pray too, Heavenly Father, that we might, in hearing this good news, want to share it with others. Please help us to rejoice this Christmas time in the wonderful truth that you take that which is ordinary and make it extraordinary to bring us to yourself through your son Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, uh, Daisy's going to come now and continue as she leads us in our time of prayer. Thank you, Daisy. Let's talk to God. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Father God, we thank you so much that we can gather together at Christmas to celebrate your son, the child that was born in Bethlehem all those years ago. We thank you that Jesus came, died and rose again so that we could know you. Lord, you are a wonderful counsellor. We thank you that you hear our prayers. Please comfort and protect all those for whom this season is difficult and sad. May they know your love and goodness and may they find joy in the truth of the message of Christmas. Lord, you are also a mighty God. We thank you that you created every good thing that we can see. This Christmas, may we be in awe of your beautiful creation, both the things we see in nature around us and also the people that you've placed in our lives. Thank you that you are so powerful that you perfectly know and love each and every person you have created. God, we thank you that you are a heavenly father and that you care for us. May we be able to come to you with our worries, our questions, our doubts and our fears, knowing that you love us and that you're at work in our lives. And finally, we thank you that you are the Prince of Peace. There is so much conflict and destruction in the world right now and we cry out to you for an end to the wars that are happening. Please be powerfully at work and bring lasting peace. This Christmas, may people, even those in the darkest of circumstances, come to know Jesus, the light of the world and the hope that he brings. Amen. And we're going to say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. As we uh, celebrate this uh, wonderful good news of Jesus' birth, let's sing our final carol, Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
Down everybody, uh, great to see you uh, this afternoon. Uh, can I say that there's going to be tea and coffee served in the lounge and lots of goodies uh, to eat. Uh, one thing just to say, we love to help people here at Trinity to find out more about uh, Jesus. And we've got this course called Hope Explore.